Welcome to Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with the conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Matt Leach. I'm Andy Wright. And this is a bit of a collaboration, isn't it? We have a special uh, Oz Design Radio Never Not Creative podcast special. We're up here in Brisbane Design Conference and it was a great opportunity. I, I was kind of going through who I wanted to talk to. You were going through who you wanted to talk to and there was... Unsurprisingly, very, very similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About slightly different things, yes. but particularly this one, I think, was a perfect opportunity to kind of sit down with, with two amazing minds and, and kind of just really dig into who they were. And I think as much for them as for us, I think. It definitely had that feeling of they were talking to each other a lot, which I really liked, yeah. and, and kind of working through things and maybe even talking about some things they haven't vocalised. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's... 30 years of friendship to unpack, uh, which obviously we didn't unpack all of it, but uh, it was good to kind of see the way that worked. So we should probably say who they are, I guess. Yes, obviously we've got Mills and Sinks from us two, who are the owners, founders, Mm -hmm. and we talk quite a bit about what what they're doing now as they've brought more senior leadership in and taking a slight step back. Yeah, I think you know, one of the things with Never Not Creative, what we're really interested in is, is like progression and how the industry changes, but also like just how do you manage to listen to them talk about the dynamics in their relationship, letting go when they needed to, and also just like dealing with, I think one thing which you never really talk is like how do you deal with each other's idiosyncrasies? And they seem to have that down pat. They have it so down pat. It was really lovely to watch, actually. Yeah, it was, it was great from that point of view. And so we were in their hotel room. Hot Brisbane morning. Yeah, surrounded by pizza boxes and beer bottles. <laughs> and the window was open for a bit, but not while we were recording. So we're all getting slightly sweaty. But before we jump in, uh, I just really want to say thank you to Streamtime, who's a major supporter of us and everything we've done. It's so great to have a partnership with a team that really gets the creative industry and is actively trying to improve it from everything from managing time, but also never not creative and looking after well-being and the future kind of mind space of the industry. Yeah, and it, it, I guess it's quite exciting at the moment to be up in, uh, in Brisbane because in about an hour and a half, I think, we're going to do a presentation around mental health, uh, the study that we did on the industry last year. And then uh, later this evening, we're talking about burnout. Um, and so Mills is coming on. So he's definitely been through his uh, roller coaster. But it, I think, you know, we, it was last year. Um, a major theme of the design conference and it is this year in fact also so much now that we were we found out that burnout is now recognized as a as a diagnosable condition by the world health organization i'm not sure how that helps but i was really pessimistic i i thought it was probably something to do with pharmaceuticals it could could well be finding a way have burnout take this pill yeah it's a way definitely it could be a way to sell more pills Hmm. anyway let's jump into the episode So we're at the design conference in Brisbane and we sat through your amazing presentation yesterday. (laughs) Matt sat through it twice. (laughs) How would you you describe it? Um, Well, I hope it's passionate. I think that all I really wanted to get across was that I... I really care. I actually, funny enough, I was sitting in the, having breakfast a minute ago on my own because things refused to get up. And uh, <laughs> and I was looking at the feedback and it was great. And I, I realized one person said, I don't actually know what the, 
the title or the actual sort of main subject of the talk was. I was like, job done. I realized I didn't actually, I didn't actually say what it's called because I didn't know. <laughs> well, and you gave it the day before to the high school kids and someone came up to you at the end they, and yeah, said, what I, do you do? Uh, and, and, yeah, and what companies you work for. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, but the nice thing about, like, yeah, because I'm glad that, that that one for the kids was good because it's actually harder to talk to kids than it is to actual uh, normal people. And uh, actually someone came up to me and just said, yeah, Mills, it was, uh, yeah, uh, not very good. <laughs> and I was like, why? And they told me, I was like, you're absolutely right. So that's why I actually tweaked it yesterday. Right. And that's because I actually took the feedback on and I'm thankful I, I did. I mean. Same feedback you've been getting for a long time. <laughs> Was that a kid or a teacher? A uh, kid. And she was, yeah, she was legit. It was more like, I got it, but a lot of people won't. And also she said, you know, I don't actually know what you do, who you are. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I didn't introduce myself. Good point. The, I was talking to some, some of the kids afterwards and they were like, um, so yeah, what, who was that guy? And, and I was like, Monument Valley, have you played that? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's, that's him, yeah? And they're like, no, 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 no. Well, I don't, as, I, as I disclaimed again, I don't want to tarnish the Us Two brand. By, uh, I don't want any association with it because that's a beautiful thing. I thought it was amazing. And it was, um, it was really honest and real and authentic and just kind of gave a real insight into you. And the, and the question that most people asked was like, is he, is he normally like this? Mm-hmm. And so that's we wanted to ask you. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he is. Yeah, I mean, you, there's no there's no front with Mills. I mean, what you see is what what you get, which is uh, which is I guess why why they are so genuine and real. Those those talks. I mean, he is a bit more. There's a definitely a sort of an on stage presence that you, you know there is. You can get a very normal Mills sometimes, but there's always with an air of kind of slight sort of a uniqueness or quirkiness all the time. So yeah, it, it is a it it is Mills. It, that that is Mills. Yeah. So why weren't you on stage? Well, I, the real reason I wasn't on stage, uh, I was going to be on stage for the for the certainly for the student one, and yep. we were going to do this Q and A thing. And unlike Mills, I can't just go up on a stage in front of like or loads of people without any planning, without any prep. <laughs> so the the way that we've done this in the past is we do more of a Q and A because what I realise is I'm fine at answering questions. Like uh, and Mills, I know Mills won't do any prep, so Q and A works quite well for us. Yeah. But literally 30 minutes before we were going on stage, after I'd spent loads of time on like how we answer the, I'm not feeling it. I'm like, what? Mills, please don't do this. Please don't do this now. I'm not, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I want to mix it up. And then he like goes in on his phone because he doesn't have a laptop where he doesn't, where he doesn't even know where it is. And he has a whole folder of like crazy presentations. Yeah. And they're all, they're all nuts. But the one he actually chose and put on the screen when we were sort of doing this dry run was one I know that I know that presentation it's just it's just nuts it's just nuts and I was like Mills I'm not I'm not gonna stand on stage while you do your Looney Tune presentation I'm gonna stand looking like a melon I, I actually yeah and I actually we then actually said the 20 because it was only the first one was only a 20 minute talk and a Q&A thing might not it's not really long enough so I, in the end I was just like look you 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 do this it was only his name on the thing anyway so it's like I'm I'm not letting anyone down by not doing it <laughs> so that's why I didn't uh, I didn't do that we have that we have done a bunch of stuff I guess like this and and talks before but less less presentations and also I mean we talk fine together and stuff but there's a, the way Mills presents would be different I mean I'm not I'm not a natural present like a, that's not what I, I the crazy talk stuff is not how I would present yeah. the work 
I'd probably give all the information that the students need to know, and the mills would come and get the vibe that get everyone, to get everyone excited. Things actually have substance. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gets away with not having the on-screen, uh, not charisma, let's just say. One of my favourite slides that you presented in Sydney was, of course we did that, didn't we? was the OK emoji slide. I just, you know what, when I was building the presentation quickly last night, uh, last night, yesterday, what, what day is it? Uh, I remember doing that one because I found that one just before I came on as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that's what it was. You presented it. Every time I see it now, all I see is the gap. So this is the OK emoji with the, you know, the, what's that, your index finger and your it thumb. Doesn't touch. Is that it doesn't what? touch. So it's not, know. is it OK? Is that OK? Or is is that okay for, <laughs> we're just measuring distances between finger and thumb at the moment for people who are listening <laughs> making no sense so. oh man it feels good to be here like i'm, I'm genuinely honored to be here like i was i mean this feels a bit of a real surreal doesn't it really like oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cry now no but it's surreal to sit here with my best mate you know traveling the world doing what you love doing which for me is nothing it's just great Thank so you. so your mateship which I think you said yesterday, like you, you've been like really good mates since you were 10. 30 years. Yeah. But is, is your like mateship funny guy and the straight guy? Is that what makes it work? I mean, don't get me wrong. This guy is hilarious, but it's just in a different way. Tell us well, a joke, you, Sinks. Can you tell us yeah, a joke? Yes. No. Tell us a joke. No, I won't do that. <laughs> the, um, I mean, it, it is, uh, I mean, we, we do have different, different of opinions on, on a lot of stuff. But I think, I mean, deep down, and and we were we were a lot closer on opinions at the beginning, but our values and and how we as our outlook on on life and how we want to treat people like uh, it's like really really solid and aligned. And I think once that is, and a lot of people say they sign up to values and stuff, but ours really were like sort of from the heart and stuff. And I think once that foundation is there in any friendship or, or, or relationship, I, I guess the other stuff than the disagreements and stuff is is more becomes more surface than kind yeah. of like real and deep. So and I, there's also like. I mean, I've probably spent more time with Mills than any partner with my family that like than anyone. So I think that fact that I've been there for 30 years with Mills, I mean, I, if I was starting a company now, I would definitely not start a company. <laughs> um, but uh, I would definitely would with him because I need him to do the work. <laughs> you need to do it with someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's a, I, I get... Yeah, there's a thing that because I've been there so long with him, like uh, it's, it's more than a brotherhood in a way. So yeah. there, there's the kind of a, that's that's helped. So when we have gone off or Mills is changing his mind on a daily basis on really big things after you've done loads of work, I guess it makes it kind of OK. And and then when we've had this sort of bumpy and up and down ride in the last three or four years, we've also had a lot of other people in the room helping us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been that's been, I don't know how we would have gotten through. No, we would never have fallen out, but that would have been really hard to get through on, on our own because just, just, I mean, it would have been hard just from a business point of view, but even as a friendship, that would have been tricky because we were definitely, I mean, when we start having to do really hard things, Mills helps by just leave, just getting out of the room. <laughs> Which <laughs> I've actually heard him say that quite a few times recently. I've got a feeling that might be right. But I think... <clears throat> Yeah, I, sometimes I did, it's quite hard. Some, there's definitely times where I've just not been able to handle it. And I, I think I actually didn't say it yesterday. I remember starting to talk about saying thank you to you live on stage, but I think I forgot and came up with something else. But I mean, he was like, the, when he talks about these hard years, when we sort of, you know, we were, we were just, we were struggling to understand what us two was going to become, you know, did we even love it anymore, et cetera. Like, it was, I was very, very, I'm going to say glad was not a good enough word, 
to have him because he 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 took all the heaviness. I mean, and and, and no choice. I mean, I, had I mean, I think I think it got real for me when I actually saw that you nearly broke at one point. I mean, there was a. T I mean, you you. Were, I mean, this guy doesn't break. He's like he's like he's. You can. I mean, I can just take the piss out of him all day, and he's just not even listening. But well, then, that's how I deal with it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, but that's what, and that's what I like it. So I know he's not really listening, so I can just use it as a bounce back. But but you, I remember there were you. I mean, even you got to the edge, didn't you? And that, then I was a bit like, oh, okay, I need to actually help here. Yeah, one of our has been the valley we've had since day one is this enjoy the journey thing. Yeah. And um, I guess when when we start really using the values on ourselves and sort of checking in, and we we did. I mean, it was quite a grown up thing to do, but occasionally we were like, here's the values, like. And there was a point where I was like, I am really, I mean, this is not fun. Like the stuff that we have, we're in a, we're also in a lucky position. You know, we've got this great company, we've got tons of people and yeah. sometimes it gets hard. So I mean, there's a bit of me that's like, you know, this great life that we've got, it doesn't just come like really, you know, it just it doesn't come really easy. And we just had, I think I just realized that we just had a really easy run for the, the first eight years. And I guess most agencies have this up and down from day one and they build their, they build themselves a bit stronger and it's a bit yeah. more robust because they've had dealt with downs. We were like 300 people before we had a down. So it was like this yeah. massive ship out of balsa wood and we hadn't like had a storm yet. So when we did have one, it was like, oh, fuck. You were saying last night that you you developed a fear of flying just because of flying meant that you were going oh, so to do yeah, something. Sorry, less, it was less the actual flying. That's good. I didn't flying. know that. I'm going to be ripping out. No, it, what what I was saying is that um, yeah. it was the tra like the, the work traveling I was doing was often just to kind of go. Symbolize. Not yeah. fun. So yeah. it was, yeah, the flying was fine, but the actual going there was less fine. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I began sort of really dreading any work travel because more often than not, it was to do something bad. And even when it wasn't to do something bad, people thought I was going there to do something bad. <laughs> but so, bad, yeah. But bad, you mean hard, don't you? Because sorry, I, I sorry. remember New York. I mean, yeah, actually, it's, bad's the wrong word. Yeah, you're right. Bad's the wrong word to use. Hard. Mm. I think what I've heard you say. I mean, our roles really because not that it was easy. I just think we had a we had a we were riding high. The industry was great, and we were doing the sort of work that people wanted to be paying for. And so, actually, most of the time, we would turn up in the studios, and we were there really. People just wanted to hang out, have beer. It just we were able, you know just tell more of a few stories, and then you know those few years, like you said. I mean, I remember us going to New York and, and you actually stood up and said, look, I'm not here to talk about fun things today. And I actually, I'm here to protect the company for the future and I've got to make some changes because of that. And I'm sorry. And I, But I remember thinking that I actually genuinely think that was the proudest day I've been of, of this guy because I, yeah, I mean, it's like, to be a good leader, we start to realize you actually have to be able to be a good leader. And doesn't mean that anyone, we could, we were easy. We're the best leaders in the world because all we have to say is yes to everything. Once you have to say oh. no, and <laughs> no, no, but once yeah. you actually start yeah, saying, well, you know what? Actually, we can't do that, or we have to change this, or we have to lose this. That's where you really, I think, you start to become. So we, I feel like the last two years, or the last three years, the last year has been great, but those two years were the hardest, but actually the most informative. That's the years where I feel like, I'm glad we've gone through it now. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that in those two years was not fun at all. Mm. But I guess now, I mean, I'm, I'm probably more, the last year, like Mill said, it's, it's not the last three years because the last years has actually gone really well. But those those tough years, like I'm more probably more proud of that mm. and dealing with it and sort of still being afloat <laughs> than yeah. I was like the sort of 12, 12 years before that. Because I've learned like running a company when it's going well is really easy. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. really, really easy. And I kind of, uh, when we've hired this sort of layer of like really senior people and kind of, I mean, when I was in all the interviews, I mean, I was less actually interested about all the good stuff. And I was more like, like when, when shit's got really tough or you've had to deal because that's when, for me, true leadership comes mm -hmm. up. And we, we had to learn this the, and quite often the hard way. And I think 
for a company of our size, we were pretty underskilled, mm. uh, kind of dealing with big, hard things, and everything was a new, like a, a new experience. And because we got so well, certainly in my mind, we got so big, they were like big new obstacles, and it was like a punch in the face, and you get up, and there's something else like whacking you, like a, and it was just new all the time. Whereas I guess some of the people we've hired now that come with like decades of experience there's still some new stuff for them as well but there's less new stuff they have some experience or or they've dealt with this or it's more normal or it's okay mm. it's okay that you have to let some people go that's what happens in it like a, for us it was like no no they can't get you know so we were like fighting to sort of hold on to something and then there's a there's a bit of me that's like we, we need to be okay with this stuff we need to like agencies need to be able to flex and, yeah. and move and and i think because we're such an emotive company, like these, these were very, very hard things for us mm. to do. Never mind just for us, but for the whole, for the whole company. When we had to lay someone off, it was like, no, take me, take me, don't take them. <laughs> and like, kind of, you know, and these, these things. Like, I mean, I hear other agencies do it all the time and just leave letters on people's desks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we were spending months of time and effort and yeah. kind of, uh, and just like just with a few people that were mm. leaving the leaving the business. And that's yeah. the kind of like, so you you know, you talked a lot about like the Fampany model. So then it becomes very hard to have those conversations right like so i've worked with people who go no we're not a family we are a business and that's how things work and you know we can't be a family because it's too hard but then you kind of go well but the family bit is the reason why you come into work every day and you love the people that you work with and but then you got to make difficult decisions was there any backlash during that which is like well wait a minute hold on you said we were a family. This was a really big topic, and this was about the time that Carsten was uh, joining as well. On your CEO. That's when it started going, when I stepped back. Um, <laughs> the, um, we were, I mean, I was having a lot of discussions with myself because, like, I remember someone from the, someone, someone from the New York studio said, yeah, but a family, even if you have a bad egg in a family, you have to keep them there. And I guess in, in, a, in business, I'd just gone through an exercise where, actually, I'm saying now you don't, you, that you shouldn't keep them in, the, in yeah. the family, or sometimes they're not just not right, or kind of a. So there is a there is a bit of a conflict there, and I, and we did struggle with this a bit. I, I think the it's not we're not trying to be a family. We're, I, I guess the word family is made up from two words, and for me, the needle had just gone too far into the family yeah. quadrant, mm. if you see what I mean. And we just needed to get real a bit and pull it more towards the business, the commercial. Like you know, it's okay that we need to make money. It's okay that you know that these things. You know, we just. Carsten said it to me when he kind of, uh, we just need to pull the dial back. We don't need to sort of lose the family vibe because yep. there's a lot about, it's half family, half company. So all, this, all the, the stuff around a family that's like, we just take that bit out. We're the good half of a family, yeah. if you see what I mean. Mm. And, and I think that's what we're trying to get across. There's, there's elements of a family and loyalty and connection and values. Like that's the bit that we're bringing across. Not everything that you get in a, in, yeah. in a family. That's <laughs> at least how I make it okay in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? Because when I think, the beauty of being younger was you're super naive and I, I, remember, I remember thinking that I always wanted everyone to stay at us two forever and that was at the time it was a, it was a genuine feeling because I, I, I thought that was what you would do because and now I, you know the, I wouldn't even say it's a sad reality although my head said that that you know if the industry changes and the skill set requirement changes and somebody who is in, in the fampany doesn't suit that skill set change then the reality is you know, we can't afford to keep what well, we could keep paying them to do nothing, but that's not good for them or for us. Yeah. And so I think the thing is now when people leave now, it's like, I understand now that just because we employ them isn't the reason that they're hopefully they respect us and vice versa. So actually when they're not in the business, the the good eggs or are still your friends. Like take, for example, Joel, yeah. who's, who's recently stepped down from the MD in Sydney and doing amazing things like, you know, amazing that he's mm -hmm. gone on to ABC now. 
he still like he texted me yesterday. I'm picking you up from the airport. So it's like this is a you know we we yeah. built a mutual respect out of nothing. You know, I actually it's weird. He's, he's actually not picking us up now. Is no, it? he's not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not because no because uh, Liverpool are playing at like five a.m. in the morning, yes. and, he, and this is a guy that loves his Liverpool. But that's funny. <laughs> I, it was actually interesting with Joel once. He he like. I genuinely love Joel like, as a. I, I, he's just somebody I really get on with as a human being. Yeah. And once he he texted me once saying, "Look, basically, most, you are my boss," and I'm like, "That's a, that's a dynamic I don't really enjoy." I think I don't I don't actually like that feeling that a friend of mine I'm their boss because I just I've never got that mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, I'm taking that nowhere, but I'm just saying, I guess it's okay to accept that us two is a business. Mm. Uh, I'm not embarrassed of it being a business anymore because I know that. We won't change because of that, but you can't keep people forever, can you? You can't promise people that you can keep them. And that, that's, we, I mean, we've had to let go of people and we, we didn't do it the right way or we, we kept them for too long because we thought that, that was caring and actually, you know, potentially, you know, harmed their career for a while because of being so nice to them. That's a really interesting point. And because you really tried the flat structure for a long time, didn't you? Yeah, more, certainly more flat. I mean, yeah. it's kind of funny because, uh, I mean, we're saying we're flat, but we've still got all the, the titles in it yeah but but yeah we we definitely sort of acted very flat and the non-boss thing and kind of i mean funny enough in the last like three years or something we've very much been this is the boss this is how we kind of uh, yeah i mean for me the the flat the model of the hierarchy or flat kind of it's it should be more of a behavior thing rather than a kind of structural thing and for me being like even if you have a quite a hierarchical business for me being flat should be how you behave in that room or your team whether it's a project team or a studio management mm. for me it's about like listening to one another and being you know like like it's not top down in a meeting even though one of the people in the room might be the boss and clearly yeah. if push comes to shove that it's their say but for me it's just a it's a behavior model and and that's the bit that i feel we are flat if but we have actually had to bring in a lot more structure because i think bosses just have a they, I mean, we talk about us not wanting to be a boss, and they have a, they have a bit of a terrible. I mean, there's also really positive things about being a boss. There's inspiring. There's yep. kind of leadership. There's kind of like you know, there's there's inspiration. There's 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 a lot of great things that people need from uh, from from leaders. And and this is something we've definitely found in the last like three or four years when we've. Brought, I mean, we've definitely brought in a layer of way more senior people than we had in the business before, and it's it's great. It is. A, I like what you're saying because it is. It really kills me that some people think that being a boss means like not talking to people lesser than you or sort of dominating yeah. the room. That's that's just don't be like that in life in general, isn't it? But but like you say, respect respect good people, whether they're just started out or yeah. they are the, the boss. So as you've ceded control a little bit and you've brought that layer in, yeah, you talked about like being able to test that they could you know handle things in a shit situation and when things go bad. Yeah, but. When you've created such a culture of kind of family and values and that yeah. kind of stuff, that is actually quite hard to yeah, that's try and find out in an interview, <laughs> for example, of like, so, so have you managed to kind of do that successfully in those leadership positions? Has there ever been any times when you've gone, oh, that's not like, you know, we've brought a boss in and they've, they've been like a boss. No, I'll be honest. A number of these roles, uh, they're quite, they're quite new. I mean, Carson's been with us for a year and a bit now, and there was we've had some advisors, and Kath and Gio have been there for a few years before that. It's been a journey to sort of shift the company. I mean, there, there hasn't just been this like coming on Monday and suddenly it's all all changed. I think we've also been leading that charge to, to change the company and to pull that needle back from family to 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 company a little bit more. So we've been going on this journey, and I, and I I would say. Even by the time Carsten started, we'd made some big decisions on like 
we need to make money. This is a client service. Like we'd already started yep. doing that. So there was no big like Carson stepping in and saying, right, now we're going to be money. <laughs> now we're going to be, ironically, we were the ones that really believed we need to, we need to do this. So yep. we were, Carson was 100% behind us and we were 100% behind him. There is a, definitely a bunch of things that like where Carson and I go, God, are we really taking this long or spending this much time to get this out? And I'm like, I, I, we, we should spend the time here because we're a bit soft here or we kind of like it. Yeah. So I definitely sort of hear some things that like, I guess Carson or some, one of the MDs would be like, mm, this should be like a few days we spend on this, not, not a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess we'll just get better at that. I mean, going back to when we did have to do those redundancies, like we never as a business like done redundancies yet. Mm. So that was a really emotional thing for us as a business. Like these things for me now, they need to be part of the sort of, uh, what a company can do in order to sort of remain relevant and lean and kind of a, I, and I, and I think it's going in, the, in, in that direction. And we're fully, yeah, fully supportive of, of Carson and, and that leadership team across the whole business actually. But. I think it's definitely worth knowing that I think the work we put into making sure that we hire the right people now is, is on a completely different level. I mean, it's, we actually understand what we're doing now. So I, I think we're we, not involved. Yeah, I, we're not involved, but I think, you know, <laughs> hiring for the values that we believe in, you know, so we make sure, and, and when, I mean, Sinks went through, you know, a, in theory, like a year of headhunting for for Carsten. And the wonderful thing was, you've always said this, that since got to meet an awful lot of other CEOs who were probably, maybe they never actually wanted the job, but they're probably interested to look under the hood of us too. So you yeah. got to meet some people. Yeah. And you you can definitely see different styles of leadership there. And I think when we met Carsten, which is in many ways it was an accident actually, you could just tell he had the same values as us. So when he comes to us to now, I think he understands that our values and they're in line with his. So he, I don't, we, if we'd brought the, I mean, I could see now if we brought the wrong CEO in, it, it really would have gone yeah. really bad. I mean, yeah. the, the culture of the company is without a doubt led by the leaders. They dictate. It's like, you know, the design conference is like it is because of Matt, you know. Yeah. And uh, in this hiring, this layer that we have now, the more senior layer, one thing I've really noticed is that the people that really, really appreciate us as a company and the values and, and, what, and what we have, other really senior people yeah. because they're the ones that have had decades of experience at other companies, agencies, whatever, yeah, yeah. That, haven't that, had those. That, that haven't had that. So my, I guess a big learning for me is we're pretty good at hiring really, not because we're brilliant at interviewing anything, although we've had a lot of help there as well, but the p people that actually really respect us as a business are those people that have had 10 years in other bigger sort of groups or yeah. kind of, because they're like, I get, I get what you do. Whereas sometimes, if you hire a, a designer from Google, they're just like, "Where's your ricotta?" or "Where's where's the Parma ham?" Like, <laughs> so that they just think what we've got is a lesser version of what, like a. Yeah. But when the senior people, they're like, "I get this. I get what you're trying to do." And I mean, when Carson joined, we 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 corrected a lot of problems, but we were not in a good place. Mm. Like we like, and my I also learned in these kind of processes, it's not just about you choosing someone; it's about them choosing you. Mm. So a lot of it's kind of like, "Oh no, we're great." We're of course, you show the numbers and you're like, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not that great, actually. <laughs> and so I was really worried that like, he wouldn't join for those kind of reasons. But I think what he, I think what he saw was we're, we're an agency that does all the, the, the stuff, some of the stuff that other agencies do badly, we do really well. Mm -hmm. Like the sort of the more cultural, the realness, the value stuff. But other agencies that do the commercials and the, the like, uh, they they nail that. They and the margins and the kind of we were like really shit at. But Cast, <laughs> but Carsten's point was that's fixable. Yeah. And I think this is for him, like he just saw it as a, yeah, you're not in a great place right now. However, 
I think a lot of the things that you need to do to fit to fix this and correct it are actually quite easy for me to do as a CEO with my like a so that was really that that was fascinating for me to hear even though like we're in the depths of like fucking losing money that he actually saw the problems as quite easily solvable whereas if if we were still making 10-15% margin but we were built on a bad foundation yeah. he would never have taken that job and I guess for me that was a like a just a, a, like a glowing sign of like this is the right this is the right person yeah. and he's doing it for the right you well. said you were like kind of starting to turn it around and there were like steps in the right direction and many people would have just been like well we're making progress so let's just keep hitting that way what what was the decision then to say okay now we need to bring someone else in i think mimo's always been good at spotting the problems what we've been less good at is actually dealing with the uh, <laughs> problems i guess those True. two need to be together to actually be like so when when we were when we were like starting to do, you know like looking at cost and hand the right people and is it the right people for and this is across the whole not just the studios but across the whole group I I, I guess we had we knew where the issues were I, I and and I guess we just needed help and sort of guidance to to sort of get 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 over that line so um, yeah it, and that that was a a long pro I mean the other thing is you can't just do all this in one go because like when when people leave or kind of restart like a there's months and months of sometimes pre-planning or post-planning yeah. or if this goes that's going to happen and kind of a yep. so that we I guess we I mean we did we did have again a lot of support here but it was a it was about it was probably sitting and planning like a 12 24 month sort of journey of oh when this happens we're going to need to rebuild this that's probably a six month process to kind of kind of and I guess it was just going on that going on that journey if i remember rightly i mean we go on the headhunting mission for cars we it must have been it's worth noting that you know we have the the different components of our business meant that you know our game studio was making great money and when monument valley comes out you know it does really really well for us and you know we we're very very happy about that and we just take our eyes off the reality of what's going on in the agency so you know they continue to do we we continue to do great work there but you know we were essentially losing hmm. money and i just think we just turned a blind eye to it because we felt like it's okay. We don't want to change anything because it still feels good. And then I think it's when Kath, our chair came in, when she came in, I think she just helped us really understand that, look guys, at the end of the day, this is your money that you're losing. So, and my job is to help you two as the owners of the business, but also, and also protect the, the very beautiful business you've built. So we need to make some changes. You need to get real. And I think she really woke us up, didn't she? So you sort of sink to that stage, sort of actually steps in as more of a CEO. Actually, you you essentially become more of a leader then. Like, I'll be more of a, a visual leader. Uh, you know, I am now essentially going to have to step in and make some mm. big changes. And it's we more need... about what I said. And also I stepped out of the games, yeah. the dice, all this right. other stuff I was doing. It was kind of like just the focus on the studios. But... And I think we so we start thinking we need to, we need, do we make the decision that we're going to actually go to CEO? Yes. So let's start actually working towards that. So it's going to be a big culture shock to bring someone new in. So Sinks, let's let's start talking about Sinks being the CEO. This this word that no one dares hear. Yeah, and that's a that's year. A he goes word and the turn. The turn. In fairness, Sinks does. And we call it the turnaround because you know we were losing money. And you by the time Sinks, we have, it took us a year to find Carsten. And you 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 get us to break even essentially at that in that time. I know in one month. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> so actually, he gets us to a stage where Carson comes in. He was very proud and and almost. I mean, I'd say you felt like you were almost broke. I mean, you were. This is when you were telling me that even you are maybe thinking this is too much. And Carson gets the keys, and it is in a, it's in a better place, isn't it? And it, you know, it did, unfortunately, it did go down again afterwards. So I costly ripped the piss out of sinks for actually failing. But um, <laughs> but then I think so. It's definitely. 
And then the year, I'd say it was at least, it was definitely two years of like, of hard work. And probably a year and a half before casting comes on. To just to just to start growing up and, and acting right. Yeah. And we, we use that term, I mean, we've used it for a few years now, but this term like growing up, I, I think, uh, we were, I mean, Mills uses this term, we'd created a 300 person youth club and he's not, he's not far wrong. Like we, we were doing really well. We just hired anyone. We, well, I mean, we worked really hard I and mean, we still did great work, but it was like a, a bunch of very young designers and developers all just working well and playing hard together. And kind of, it was just fun. Yeah. And then it was like, then we started hitting the problem. Like it, and then it, and then the problems were obviously the problems that normally an agency might get at 20 people. We were like 300 people. So they were, and then everything started going wrong. Was, uh, mm. I, mean, those, I think looking back now, some of that culture shift is actually, well, me and things don't actually ever want to be like that again. Like that was cool because we were young and naive. But now where I get really excited, and I, ironically, like the more I've stepped back, because I was actually wrong for the business in many ways, uh, the more we brought in amazing people. And I showed one of the slides of our leadership team, you know, the global mm. leadership team. I'm so inspired by what they do. I kind of, I actually, I mean, the nice thing is now my, I can, I'm allowed because I own it, I guess, just to observe. So I sit in the room just watching great people work, just be dynamic leaders together. And I'm so excited by just, I'm actually learning because I don't ever want to actually do what they're doing because I can't, but I just, I'm in, I'm in a very privileged position to, to appreciate good people being mm. good. And integrity is the word that Sink, with me and Sinks are using a lot now because the leaders we brought in now have just real integrity. And they, they understand that the platform, that us too, they've got a chance to really, to really, do something special and I remember asking Carsten actually when he joined like Carsten what what is it why what do you want to be known for in the next few years like what what is driving you to to be us and he said I want to be known for bringing us to his mojo back and I love that because we actually we needed mm. to hear that we did need to bring our mojo back mm. we need to the next few years I think is a chance for us to really prove to ourselves that we can actually build a great business we haven't done it yet we've we've built we built a stage one of a, of a great can we turn into an actual business now that still retains our values, but actually commercially is very, is, is great, but also, yeah, can we be a great? And yeah, I, I feel like now that we're not involved, we can. <laughs> Although things, I mean, I joke, I mean, I, I, I am involved in a very different level. My job is to kind of just be, just to be curious, I guess, and just to go around being me. And, and actually just sensing whether or not things are going too much one way or the other and you but since has actually always been excited by learning by by honing his skills by being more he's the hands-on man he's the doer i'm the don't we always do say that <laughs> so actually he's whereas i'm liking the fact that i just have to do that you i mean you're i feel like the next stage for you is actually still being involved but in but knowing you've got people that can actually do it around you yeah well i mean i i, I there's definitely people that can do it and there's some new hires that have literally just started that are the, you know they're, they're gonna I mean a lot of them are gonna change my life because I mean all mm. the stuff I was doing with the operations and making stuff work we've actually I get another thing we've done with some of these central uh, sort of the group hires is we you know before we had me some, some and a finance person and some support in in this group role because we were all about autonomy and letting the studios yeah. kind of uh, and that's fine when things are going well but when when things start going less well then suddenly it's all at the groups, it's, you know. Mm. So now we've got, I guess there's, you know, we have a new marketing person starting, we have a sort of HR people person, we have, look, you know, we have these, uh, a, a CFO for the studios, obviously the CEO. So that, the role that I was doing eight out of 10 is now being done 10 out of 10 by individual like yeah. people. And it's like, and unlike Mills, you know, although I love, I love the details myself and like, a, I mean, I'm hiring like 
absolute specialists in this area, which I was okay at and I have a passion for, but it's it's so much better now. Like, mm. uh, and uh, and I I do get even though I love the details, I do get even more sort of kind of happy when things are getting done well. Regardless, I, for me, it's like I don't even care who's doing it. If that's being done really well. I'm really happy. Yeah. Whether it's me that's doing it or not, it's kind of a... Here, it's amazing to hear him say that because it's like the reality's just only now dawned on me that we've actually never worked anywhere else, really. <laughs> that, so the Sinks is more than capable of being, I think, as good as them. But actually, he's only had me to learn from because I'm his boss. Uh, and so you've... Ne- or unlearn from. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's like, you actually... you're Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like it's What we're actually seeing here is like, this is actually what great leadership actually yeah, yeah, is because yeah. we did we've, we've only known what we know mm. and it, to be honest it's not been good enough so the the relationship has always been very tight yes um but our yeah, relationship yes yeah. Yeah. and you I see it him. like also i mean obviously every time i see it's always like oh sinks this sinks that's amazing like, oh, Whenever does all this. it's me it's like sinks this sinks that <laughs> <laughs> and then, so there's definitely i can see definite one way love obviously yeah. Uh, but then yesterday you told us that uh, there was a point uh, where you had to say things to Mills, like you're actually not really doing that much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, about the salary, or and, and so I'm going to pay you for one day a week. Yeah. Like, say so your your best mates, great dynamic, <laughs> lots of love. Yeah, twenty well, percent. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize this was going to come up, but the um, but it's um, I lost my house now. Everything. Cheers, mate. My kids are out of school. <laughs> I guess the um, because I mean I was so focused on bringing the sort of the P and like the getting the numbers back to health. It was a real uh, it was a real focus that I had. I mean for the 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 year that we brought Carsten in. I mean up until about three years ago, we weren't really paying ourselves properly at all. I mean I'm, I'm sorry, it's not like a violin, so we were still paying ourselves fine. But in the last like three or four years, we started paying ourselves like proper salaries, or certainly what I would consider proper salaries. So when when I step, you know. When I stepped away from being the CEO, Mills stepped away from like a, like there's something that didn't feel quite right that our expensive salaries was then still being yeah. put back to the studios, yeah. games and, and, and adventures. I mean, there was a year, I mean, I, I, I don't mind this because I was actually working hard to hand over to Carsten, but essentially the studios were paying for two CEOs. CEOs are expensive and, and the model and how you make prop like a, yep. so there was a bit of me that's like, well, I can't just keep my, like if I'm getting paid as a CEO and like, a, and now I've hired another CEO and we've hired another CFO mm-hmm. and a CPO, like all <laughs> these kind of like, a, like the, the mod, the financial mod, like I can't just keep my salary in there doing what I'm doing. I guess I need to change my role. And I guess at this time I also, there, there was a, Mills has this inherent conflict where he wants to be doing he wants to be super involved, but also do nothing at the same time. Uh, and in a way, and I know he jokes and I to pull his salary back, but if we if we can pull our salaries down to a reasonable time, then actually Mills, you're actually only accountable for one and a half days a week. So I don't like if you don't come in, I don't care. Like there's all the C, the MDs don't care because mm. they're not paying a fortune for you anymore. Like so, for me, it actually gave Mills, it gave you a bit of a release valve to kind of go, it's okay if I do my 100 mile run and train every day for six months and don't come in. Like it's it's fine, mostly fine. So he sold that really well. I was like, this is better for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I came down as well. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I thought he came down as well, but actually I turned out he came down three days. <laughs> no, I'm and so, only comes in two. Did you, did you then go back days. to Lisa and go, oh, so. Uh, yeah, what was that? I remember telling you that and she was, 
Well, she was like convinced. That she, she knew about she, it before you did. Well, she, I think her <laughs> thing was always like, just make sure, like, why do you, you're still there every day? It's like, well, that's because I didn't. I actually, I mean, I, I actually love being there now, knowing that I have to do nothing. As in, I'm not accountable for anything because yeah, I really, right. I just don't like doing things. You're definitely not there every day. <laughs> I am. Am I not? No. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm. You know, the reality is, I'm always thinking about us too. Like, and for me, it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean I have to be in a studio. You know, it, you're a remote it, worker. I'm, I'm a remote worker. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help things understand the future of work here. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, I, it's it's the be- it's the right thing. I mean, it is the right thing. I mean, the reality is, if I'm not adding value directly on a day to day to the business. I shouldn't be paid the salary and that's fair and you know i had the choice do i if i want to keep getting paid then i have to work and i don't want to work yeah so i mean the, <laughs> because i i watched the accountability from afar yes for uh the the period that you went through of this 100 mile run oh, course, training. Yeah, yeah. and we talked about this the other night which yeah. is the the bit i will never forget i think it was you went for a run i think it would have been like saturday night my time in in australia and you're like, right, I'm practicing today. And so this was all on Instagram stories. And we're actually really talking about and, You didn't and, look at this stuff. So we did, you did watch this one, right? But there was the, you go, okay, so I'm going to do 44 miles. And uh, I think you even said, well, I'm going to start out in West London, somewhere like you, like Chiswick, or, or no, a bit yeah, further was, uh, even. Yeah, what's it called? Yeah. And, oh, and, yes, and, yes, and so, and, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. Because you basically every, I'd say like every 10 or 15 minutes, you uploaded a new story to Instagram. And the fans needed to see. I feel it. like <laughs> I feel like if probably me and you and probably Matt as well were to do this run, we would have like planned a route of some sort, <laughs> or, or or kind of had some sort of GPS set up to be able to go. Oh, turn left, turn right. But there were so many moments. This was one like one of the biggest roller coasters I've watched anyone go through on social media in the space of about six or well, I don't know six-ish hours. And you probably, I don't know, you must have, there was one point where you got to the, you're in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I know, I know I'm there now, I can see it. I actually know that exact moment. And I, you're like, where the fuck, why am I even doing this? What is the point? Should I be doing 100 miles? I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, and it was so you, obviously, like wearing your kind of heart on your sleeve. But also, you know, because that was, had been happening for quite a while. So I can understand like, oh, well, there hasn't been any work today. And he's like, you don't need to do, <laughs> don't need to do timesheets to see the amount of time it gets spent on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I think that's times like that where you really appreciate this guy because the reality is, I think without, I mean, I, I even though maybe I hasn't hadn't, well, and I probably because I wear my heart my sleeve, I probably had told him, but I needed that time away. I was I I was going through a lot of just downs really. I wasn't really understanding why I didn't really love us too anymore. So. In fairness, things gave me that time. In fact, there had been a time a few years before we also gave him that time. And, I, and you know, he he took it all on, you know, and I probably didn't actually ever say properly thanks to you because he's not that, he doesn't really like love like me. So don't say on this. No, thinks I love you. But the, the, the um... <laughs> running is good for you. Running helps you think. So, you know, that's how I spun it in the sinks anyway. So I'm always thinking when I'm running. I was actually. There was elements of the stuff that we were dealing with. Like Mills really wasn't great at helping with those bits, and actually, like some of those bits. And what I wasn't doing, we had I had support here. Mm. So like it wasn't Mills saying, "Oh, sinks, this is fucked. I'm I'm out of here." It was like 
I'm finding this really hard right now. I mean, I was finding it really hard right now, but I, I guess I'm more, I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm just a bit more rational and stable. And then we had support. So like, it, it wasn't like I was ever on my own. Yeah. I knew Mills was struggling with stuff. It wasn't fun. So I it, I never resented that at, at all. He wasn't leaving, like we had, you know, this is when we had Kath and Geo supporting and helping. And I, and I was learning loads from them about how to, so I, I never, uh, I mean, for me, it was like, I need Mills to feel better about this. Otherwise, this isn't going to work at all. Mm. So like, uh, you know, like Mill, Mills sort of like falling apart and kind of like, I mean, m I guess my only problem is I couldn't really help him that much because I was so in with the company and kind yeah. of having to deal with it. But I think, it, I mean, this is, I guess, where that deep friendship does come through. I like, I think we don't need to spend too much time. I know, I know Mills is saying I love you and stuff, but like, we don't need to spend too much. Like, it's just there. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, it, it's just... It's been there for thirty years, so like I never, I I never have, I never have any emo like emotional issues with Mills stepping out or not mm. doing stuff. My issues are like mm, the MD or the CEO might not be cool paying that. Mm. Salary. It's like it's never yeah. me personally that has an issue with that. If you say what I mean. What, but what about you personally? Because I mean, now you're on two and a half days. So yeah. how how are you decompressing or, or or getting that time to kind of think? Yeah, the, it is funny because Mills, in, in the talk yesterday, I mean, even though we're having this conversation about me doing tons of work and Mills doing less work, mm. it was actually me that had out of work sort of stuff. Like, I mean, I can I can switch off from work really mm. easily. Like, I used to get so pissed off when people would send Mills really bad news on a Friday, yeah? Because yeah. Mills would literally stay up all weekend getting stressed about it. I can just switch off and then go out with my mates and literally, like, it's quite a <laughs> emotionless kind of like, but I have an ability to sort of like sort of, Yep. switch through things which, which is quite good for it's, it's quite good for business stuff but like a, there, there was a there was a point when like I know Mills literally doesn't switch off literally doesn't whether he's in the studio or not doing work he can't switch off and I, and I, I guess this is part of the thing the running kind of a but I had a I mean, I have this place in the country and, and I sort of stay there I was staying there at the weekends and, and I'm, a, I'm a real London city boy but I kind of started like really appreciating my weekends down there as much as I could and I and I guess in the beginning of this year I started I've two and a half days now or certainly two days uh where I'm not in in the studio and and I, and I, I mean like Mills I'm never not working I I guess the difference is I'm being a bit less proactive you know I'm, yep. I'm not sort of waking up looking for work to do I mean I'm always there if someone says things can you help here can you help there but I'm definitely feeling I'm having a bit less time and I you know and before I know it like Carson's going oh, I've got this or Abby the new CFO like a, I can feel stuff just gets done or, or gets taken before yeah. I even get a chance to kind of a I'm stepping towards what where, where Mills has been for a little while but but I'm still in that transition mm. a little bit but I can I can definitely feel like I've uh, I mean I guess this is it. we designed it like this. We designed we've hired great people to come and do my work. So I guess this is it, I guess it's working. <laughs> like what we what we've yeah. designed is working. It's it's a little weird uh, at points, but um, but they're so good at what they're doing and everything's getting done like faster and better than I was doing it. So I'm just like really I'm just like really happy. Like mm. uh, it's really good for me and Mills that the company does well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a, there are there are real good like long term reasons that this business uh, if if it does well we do well. If yeah. you see what I mean yeah. so I get happier when things are getting done well in the business rather than it's me doing it or me not doing yeah. it. I don't care whether it's me doing it or not. I care about the business doing well and I, and I care that we're personally okay. 
like mentally okay and kind of financially mm. okay. If that's working, then I'm happy planting vegetables or making chutney. Like I, I'm, I, like I can I, do that. I wanted to talk about yeah. your veggies. Veg, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> when you showed pictures last night, that it was incredibly ordered and like looked like a really productive. <laughs> I've always liked the outdoors, and and, uh, and you know, I and I've got this when I bought this place that I renovated. Uh, uh, six or seven years ago it came with this massive vegetable patch and and the neighbor sort of said that's been a like a working vegetable patch for like sort of 50 years you need to keep an eye on it <laughs> i'm like uh so actually she was very sweet she helped me sort of learn she did about 75 percent of the work and i did 25 percent the first year and then it was 50 50 and now she, i mean she helps when i'm not there a bit but and it's like this little side like sort of therapeutic little project yeah. I have with, uh, in fact, his family were there, there this weekend and they were planting all the carrots and doing all the weed. Like, so it, I guess it's that same feeling that Mills, I guess running was the first time that I've seen Mills actually be able to switch off mm. because even even though he wasn't in, if someone, like the first time someone left us to, like Mills was crying for like a week. <laughs> like uh, the, the running I think was, was your escape as in, you know, I love my buildings and architecture and gardening and kind of, and that was, I guess that was my, thing and I am getting to do a little bit you know I'm also doing normal things like being able to go on a run or kind of maybe doing an eight hour day rather than 15 you know yeah. like I, I'm also there's I guess my dial has just come back to sort of normality a little bit uh just because we've hired all these great people and I, I'm enjoying it it's, it's great so I mean that leads on to the question of like what's next for you guys personally is it I mean is that too early to ask or are you still kind of I'm getting asked that a lot of the, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting asked that a lot of the, I mean th there's a bit of me that's kind of uh like right now, uh, I, and after the journey that we've been through, right now I'm just kind of taking a deep breath, like sort of enjoying yeah. the moment a little bit. Like the the company's coming back. The, I mean, the games, the the other bits of the business have always been okay, and kind of a, you know, I'm a bit happier now. Kind of things are going better. We've got a great team. Think like a, and I'm just going. Oh. Like, there's a bit of me that's like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with not knowing what I'm like. Yeah. I don't have, um, in fact, we did this offsite strategy thing a, a few weeks ago. And I, one of the questions was like, professionally, what do you want to achieve in your life? And I'm like, I've already achieved way more than I thought I was, you know, I don't have these big professional goals or now I want to be an even better CEO. I mean, I want to be learning all the time, mm. but they're not these big, hairy, audacious goals. <laughs> <laughs> they're not these massive, uh, they're not these massive things that I want to achieve professionally, if you see what I mean. I, I've, I'm already kind of like, a, I've already achieved way more than I, I thought. And, and professionally, I only want to achieve stuff in us two. So, so, I, so I guess, yeah, I, what's happening next? I, you know, I'm going to take some time out at the end of this year and then, and then me and Mills will sort of come back together uh, at, at the beginning of next year and we can, we can work whether there's new projects or whether it's, you know, we're a couple of days a week. I mean, I guess I got told when I, I told someone, our new group CFO, that I'd stepped back. Uh, and I guess I've stepped back from the operational day to day, but he's, he sort of corrected me and said I've stepped up because where mm -hmm. me and although it might not be a five day a week job, I guess Mia Mills being, I guess the board, the guardians of the brand, the values, like that is even, that is even more important. Yep. It's just not a five day a week mm. job or it doesn't need to be a five day a week job. And I'm okay sitting there for the moment. I mean, I would happily carry on doing just three days a week and kind of like, you know, but I'll, I'll see, I don't, I don't have, um, yeah, I'll, I'll see what Mills is gonna do next. <laughs> well, hopefully less than one day a week, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good, I mean, I, I uh, you know, I, I'm sitting here listening to him talk, and I, I, it's lovely to hear him actually talk more. I mean, he actually does always talk, I just don't listen, but I know that's your joke on me, isn't it? But, um, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm, I am literally living the dream that I always wanted. I'm, I mean, I feel, I'm, I know I'm not a rock star because I can't sing, but, uh, you know, I'm out in Brisbane with my best mate, knowing that the business is, is passionate people are running it far better than we ever did. And they're really proud of, of doing that with us. And yeah, I just don't feel guilty. And I don't know why I always felt guilty before. I just feel like it's okay. you're getting paid five days a week. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just don't, I just feel it's okay. Well, I think we're enjoying it again. And I, you know, there was a moment when me and, you know, I thought, wow, I actually might lose all this. I might lose my relationship with my best mate. Yeah. And that'd be, that would be a bad, that's a bad place. So I think I'm excited for him to take some time off because then I can make some changes when he's not gone. That's always the threat. That's why he never went away because he was always worried about changing. things. That's why I've waited this long. He can't change anything. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But I know that we, I know that me and whatever we like, we're both the same. We're gonna still focus on us two forever, and but in a different way. And we're gonna hopefully build different bows to the different bows to the string, <laughs> strings to the bow, and uh, we'll go bow wise. And we'll do other things on the side, but we'll always be together. Like I like it when I, you know, me and things will always do things together because I think it's exciting. And I, you know, in fact, if you started another business without me, I would actually feel like you're. Uh, having an affair <laughs> so you don't don't so yeah what is, is there it? a market down south where you sell those veggies well it's funny actually because i this. joked i i said um when i first got asked like uh, when, i guess it was when carsten first joined i just made a massive batch of green bean chutney Whoa. and um <laughs> and uh and i said to, and i joked with geo who's kind of it wasn't great actually but i i joked with uh geo and i said i'm just and this was when i mean it was hard and i was like fuck this like i just want to like go and live in the country and kind of a and he sort of turned over a napkin and did some and he said well if you sell your chutney for like 60 pounds a jar and you sell 100 jars a week you can probably maybe substitute yourself i was like oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah, I, I realised that I was never going to. Yeah, so the the, the chutney and jam and yeah. stuff that's just a, a side project, and and you can help wait. Was a hundred times six hundred? Sixty. Sixty. That's a fucking no, expensive. No, hundred times six hundred. That's by well, the way. wait. <laughs> six grand a week again. <laughs> Give me some of that money back. He wasn't paying me that much. I, I made, never I looked how much. Made those numbers up, that's yeah. very seasonal, isn't it? The chutney business, I'd imagine. That's yeah. okay. It's sorry. Right. I know you asked. 60, I didn't yeah. actually answer the question about what's next, but it's weird. Like we're, I keep like it's weird to be. It's actually really weird to be in the position we're at because there is actually no boss and there actually never has been. But we, in theory, we don't have, we don't have, we have to, to know have what next. we're doing. It's like, yeah. But actually what we need to do is actually, which we haven't been able to do, is actually just appreciate the day. Like, I think what you said is brilliant. Like, just, we don't, let's stop worrying about what's next all the time. Just like, let's just live. Let's just laugh. I mean, this morning I'm lying with this guy <laughs> not actually hello mate and uh, just laugh just cry with laughter and uh, you know thinking about the, what happened the night before and it's just like this is just too fucking good it's just what yeah. the hell and then we're flying down to Sydney to go and see the new team down there it's like oh wow wow the 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 I guess the what we're doing and then what us two is doing because we we have like the the three parts of the business and three great leaders and we also want them to have great plans and you know mm-hmm. like so it's like we definitely want to be we want us two to be growing and doing amazing things I get I guess where we need to sort of sit and think is how much of that is Carsten growing and opening mm-hmm. studios or doing new things or yeah. new verticals or a new game coming out or, or Justin taking some like investments and mm-hmm. like a versus us doing like something new or a fourth thing because I because I guess what I'm saying is as long as we're growing and doing amazing things, I'm less worried about it being that me and Mills are personally 
doing it. Yeah. Rather, like, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not against that either. But I'm also like if cast, you know, I'm I'm also up for our leaders of the business to do amazing things. And you know, or maybe some of our money, if if we you know is in, invested back into these areas of, I guess that's that excites me. It's not necessarily me and Mills ticking our personal box of we must do this or we yeah. must do that. Yeah. And I think that's the bit that. Yeah, so now I have a better answer. No, when Kath really, no. keeps asking me, like, what am I doing next? I, I'm like, no. But I like your answer. <laughs> I, really say, I mean, I realised when, I mean, I, I'm going to say this, it sounds like I didn't know, but in theory, I didn't know that the Lisbon studio was going to get opened, our new studio. I mean, I, I heard it was coming and I, I chose to read some of the emails. Of, but I, yeah. they, I knew they were making the decision that was the right decision for the yep. business and where they wanted to take the business. And I just, that's actually the, I think, that's my favorite thing to know that I want things to happen without me. I'm, I, that excites me because then I can just thank them and just keep, just remind them that this is what they need, want to be doing. And it's just, it's a great position to be. Mm -hmm. I think we're very lucky that we're not, I think if you've got a gen, like an ego to want to do everything, then it stifles the opportunity for the company to grow. So it's, I guess some people may listen and think, oh, we're just founders that are like choosing not to push things or not to do like a, but there are not many independent companies of our of our scale left. No. So again, coming back to what I said about the the really senior people really appreciate that. I think they really do. I think they really really uh, appreciate that, and that's that big learning thing yeah. I've had. Like a, I mean. Carson seen well all the leaders of the business like I mean they really enjoy working here so mm. it's it's kind of like that's super exciting for us but. so that brings us to time so where can people find out more about what you're doing well we're not doing much but what do you, <laughs> what the, the, the podcast oh, I've got a very very popular podcast well I mean the JFDI cast nice little plug there. no I mean that in all honesty that's just like a journey that I just like being able to be myself and just talking absolute shit and I don't, I don't care that no one listens to it I mean they actually don't listen so but I just keep doing it uh, that's the unplug yeah that's the, <laughs> it's the yeah I mean I but I always say like I, I'm always happy to get on my email it's mills at rstudio.com I'm always happy with my, my Instagram I, I, I really get off on trying to if I can help people that's that's actually where I'm focusing. Well, the more I can help you, the more I just get energy. So I'm very, I, I feel very honoured that that that's what gives me a buzz. So yeah, like Instagram, I don't use Twitter anymore. I've had enough of that bullshit. So Instagram is nice. He doesn't give out anything, by the way. So he just come to me if you want him. I'm his. Yeah, I'm your PA. Just contact me on Mills at us too. <laughs> I'm fine. People contact. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. No, you're uh, not. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm kind of not. But yeah. <laughs> It's more about if you want to find out about us two in the business, it's it's not, I guess what we're from this whole conversation is it's not about mills and just mills and sinks yeah. anymore. I mean, this is that for me, this is the key change in the last three or four years. I know we're sitting as founders of us two speaking to you, but it's not, it's bigger than me and mills now. And, and it's about the company as a whole. And like, you know, this whole us two channels that I don't even know how it get you know, like a, so for me, that's how you find out about us two. If you want to find out about Mills personally, then you listen to his like uh, podcast. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but like, uh, <laughs> apparently he talks about you all the time. Really, so well, that's one of the yeah. I mean, they're insane. I mean, they're absolutely insane. But uh, anyway, thank you so much and congratulations for thank you to yes. getting thank to you. this point. Thank you. It's fun. Cheers, it was. You can find this episode and more at ozdesignradio.com. And if you follow the show on Twitter or Instagram, it's at ozdesignradio. You can find this episode or more because of this special collaboration <laughs> at nevernotcreative.org. Or you can follow us at nvrnotcreative on most of the socials. And if you want to get involved in the conversation about some of the stuff we're doing, come and join the Facebook group. Uh, just search Never Not Creative.